Hello and welcome back to the Evolving Hockey Podcast. My name is Sean. I'm joined by the Evolving Wild Twins, Josh and Luke Youngren. And we are recording early today. And the, and Josh and Luke showed up on time, which is extremely impressive for them. And <laughs> hey. we must give credit. No, 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 no. We should give we should give some credit. Um, so we're recording at 6 p.m. Eastern today. And if you're listening to this, you've probably already seen the news drop that Bo Horvat's been traded. Yeah, and, um, and so, we actually hadn't seen the the trade. Luke and I, uh, we were eating. We got some tacos before. We have a puppy we're taking care of. I was not. I took a break from Twitter for an hour, and uh, Sean broke the trade to us live. So this is literally our like immediate reaction to it. We we should just build this as an emergency podcast, right? The <laughs> Bo Horvat emergency podcast, right? Because we just happen to be doing it now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, it's. Uh, it was crazy. So I guess we'll go over and then I guess live review it because this is like literally just before we started recording. We rushed to it. Um, so Vancouver received Anthony Beauvillier. Uh, is it Atu Roddy? I Roddy? don't. I mean, you know, I us. don't know. I'm just, yeah. here's another here's another issue with the pronunciations before we finish it off because it's a protected first 2023 20, first round pick, and um, and the Islanders received Bo Horvat, but. Um, Anyways, I did realize part of the t- reason I struggle with pronunciation of NHL players is I actually never listen to broadcasts. I only yeah, I listen yeah. to like music while I. So that's that's part of the struggle here. Okay. Um, no, usually I, I yeah. read the names and sometimes they're you know in different languages. I will I will pull I up the NHL pronunciation guide. Uh, it is Atu Rati, Atu Rati. Yeah, I so, uh, uh, a a not a two. How do you? Oh, do they it? had they actually had had him in the uh, in the in the guide. Yeah, a two a two Rati. Is that how how do you do the just an a? Would a be an a h? I'm not sure. I, I don't know. Those things put me in the worst direction. Anywho, okay. Hold, hold on uh, one second. We're gonna be, do a, we're gonna do a live oh, edit right. here. Luke's a little quiet, so I'm gonna turn him up. This is the inside look. Oh. Into, into, Turn me up. How's that feel? How's that sound? I don't know. I can't really hear myself in the in the head in the okay. cans. You're still a little quiet say. though. <laughs> I don't know, Sean. Can you hear Luke? <laughs> I can hear Luke. Okay. okay. Well, you'll have to turn right. me up uh, uh, post production. Yeah, I'm not. I'm sorry. I don't you'll mean have to, to turn me up in post. This is the kind of episode. You know, we we got this. We just you know we roll with it. Anyway, um, sorry, I I completely derailed it. So that Ratu, is that how you pronounce it? No, yeah. no, no. Atu, Atu, Rati, 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 Rati. Because it and said it's <laughs> the, if you go up, there's Adam Raska, and it says A dash D U H M. So that wouldn't be Adam. That would be Adam. Ah, <laughs> so Atu, Atu yeah. Rati. Anyway, so big trade. Don't know really what the. I mean, well, hold on. Here's my reaction. <laughs> Currently, we have the Islanders with a 13.7 percent chance of making the playoffs as of the, when we're recording this. Um, so I didn't think Bo Horvat was going to be going to the Islanders. Um, yeah, I mean, that's actually, it. what's more surprising to me is that the Islanders are the team that's involved here. And they actually like kind of gave up. I mean, like for, you know, uh, so Horvat's an expiring UFA. We've already, I, obviously there's uh, more Canucks news. I mean, ob- this is our, th- I think our third week in a row that we've led with like Vancouver Canucks news, I think, or something, but um, I think everyone kind of knew that Horvat was being shopped, that he wasn't going to be signing with the Canucks this offseason, that he probably wanted out. I mean, you could kind of just infer from it. Um, so that's not surprising. But the biggest surprise, I think, is that the Islanders, 
who I think are one of the weakest playoff teams right now, other than their goalie. On the potential bubble, yeah. Yeah. Um, or know, the where, team on the other end. What are their, I, I, didn't, I didn't see what their actual, where they are in the standings. Hold on, let me just check. Um, are they even in a playoff spot right now? I don't know. I have no idea. They're one of the bubble teams. Yeah. They are, let's see, filter, wild card. Um, I know we have this on our site. Uh, they are currently in the fourth wild card position. They are. Oh, do I have? They don't what do you mean game. fourth wild card position. Well, in the well, east. they're yeah. So, they're, so they're, they're they're right. They're behind. They're Buffalo. two out. They're below Buffalo. Yes, they're a point oh, okay. below yeah. Buffalo with three Sound games. The Sabres, with, really, you know. Basically, but. they've played the most games in the league. Fifty-two is the max number as of yesterday. Uh, so they have played. They have no games in hand, and they are. Yeah, a point behind the Sabers, um, and they're two, two points two out of points the playoff spot while playoff playing spot. three fewer games than the Penguins. Yeah, no, 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 they've played three more games than the Penguins. Or th- three more games than the Penguins. Yes, the Penguins yes. Have played. So they have what games. I said is they have no games in hand. They're three points out. No, two points out. No games in hand. Pittsburgh has three games on them uh, remaining. So they're three. They have three games in hand, and the Islanders have no games in hand, and we have them at basically a fourteen percent chance of making the playoffs. We have not talked about the Islanders uh, as a bubble team because they've kind of been out of the picture for well, like the whole season. The entire team we talked like, about them on that one episode. We did. did we like, oh, their okay, whole team yeah, yeah. is basically just, been Sorokin, though, right? I mean, like that's yeah. the team, even more so than you know than it was last year. Even I mean, he was really good last year, but. Um, and I think, yeah, we'll, we'll maybe get to the all-star uh, rosters, but Nelson is on the all-star team. But I think, you know, he is, I think he's maybe their best skater, but, like, that's not really saying much. I mean, now I think Horvat's their best skater. So the thing will be interesting to see is if, like, Are they I trying to re-sign him? Oh, and then, so the other thing was the pick, right? Was was it top 12 protected? Is that what it was? Um, which I didn't. Uh, I'm, like, scrambling around. No, the, it's uh, fine. Yeah, I, I literally like set up some stuff, and then all of a sudden, I you yeah, told us about this trade, and I'm just kind of <laughs> wait. Corey Schneider plays for the Islanders now. Yeah, I, I yeah, I don't know how many games he's played. Well, did you see like because I tweeted when I tweeted on the evolving hockey account, and then and then our friends at Cat Friendly like quote tweeted it. I tweeted that you know because I the first thing I thought it was like well Bo, Bo Horvat's pick was traded to Vancouver, the ninth overall pick in 2013 was traded to Vancouver for Corey Schneider. Right between yeah. New Jersey and, and Vancouver, and uh, so my first thing was like, okay, well, Lou gets him back, and then I did not realize that Schneider's with Islanders. Has he played? Is he their backup? Oh. No, right? No, I don't think so. It's Barlamov, right? I I could have sworn I've seen his him have numbers this season, and I had the same take you did, Sean. It's like, wait, what the hell? Like Corey Schneider is still in the league and he's still playing, but let me look. Why don't so, I head on sorry. over to? to I also found it funny. So no, he hasn't. Weekend, sorry, he hasn't played. This weekend, I um, I went to Florida, as you may know, and uh, went to the Bruins game, which was which was fun. It was my first time in the stands since like 2019. <laughs> and in Florida, it's very relaxed, but it's very Bostonian. So there's like people from sounded like a South Shore accent um, behind me, and so it was funny. But they're like relaxed too, and so and obviously the majority of of the arena is Bruins fans down there, so it was a fun atmosphere. Anywho, That's so on my flight back, I listened to the 32 Thoughts podcast, and I found this part interesting where, like, Elliot Friedman said that he once had a discussion with Lou Lamarillo um, during the 2016 Eastern Conference Final. And he said that Lou Lamarillo said that you make 
you only make trades at the deadline if you feel like you can win the cup. <laughs> so I don't know if, if that was just pulled out of his ass. Sorry, I or understand. if I don't... Lou Lamarillo thinks this is a team going for a cup this year. Um, <laughs> yeah, it is I, a little odd. It, just a little odd. I I don't really know what's happening here. I mean, like, don't get me wrong. I mean, I I, I thought I thought there would be more teams uh, vying for the Horvat. You know, we were talking about at the deadline who the you know we've meant I meant to go and Josh has asked like to do this to get uh, we got another month. Yeah, to get the most like valuable like potential uh, rentals available. Um, and I think we said well, Timo Meyer was one up there. Um, well, but, he's probably the one, but right? he's an RFA. Um, oh yeah. yeah, yeah, right. So or he's he's expiring as an RFA. Uh, and then probably Bo, Bo Horvat is like was like the premier like UFA rental, you know that 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 a team could get. I was thinking like, but again, it's also well, I don't even know what is his current salary. He makes five point five million. Yeah, so, so like, like you know why you know I I thought he would have been a, a Leaf. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know who. I don't think anybody was trying. All the Leafs fans want Timo Meyer. That's everybody wants Timo Timo Meyer. But anyway, what I was saying is that I did not think he was going to go to the Islanders. Um, also the return, um, I mean, I don't know. It seems fine. Like, it kind of seems like, I, I don't know, like kind of a decent amount for the, but like, I was just up. looking like Bavillier, a lot of it used to, he, he had a, a, a stretch there where he was very solid, but his last two years this year and last year, he's been pretty mediocre. Um, so it's kind of a, and now he's going to. Oh, I feel bad for any player who has to go to Vancouver right now. Uh, <laughs> wait, what's wait? How many years does uh, does Bo have left? I don't know. Let me look. Let me look that up. Should we? Should You're we? Bovillier. Bovillier. Bo. Oh, yeah. I should, yeah, Sorry, I shouldn't say. <laughs> I shouldn't say Bo. And he's got another year after this at four point one. Um, so the Canucks will cap. You know, adds a little bit more cap for the next season. You know, they just and, and we haven't Kuzmenko just signed too. So the Canucks are all in next season, right? Except without Horvat. No, they um, reduced cap. Watch the Canucks. The trade Canucks for- reduce cap. Yeah, watch, oh, the, I, I watch know, the Canucks. They're, they're clearing cap so they can yeah. trade for Patrick Kane. Well, I'm saying uh, we've already talked. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Pa- watch Patrick Kane go. Can be so. Um, oh no. my goodness. What I'm saying is that the Canucks. We've talked about their cap situation. Is that they have a lot of players under salary next year, and they just signed Kuzmenko for two years, five point five, I think it was, um, which we could maybe get to. And now they're they're obviously they're dropping about a, a little over a million with Horvat for uh for Bo for Bo um but uh uh they still are kind of like not I don't know they're I I don't know it's, it's a weird trade it's I, a I weird think it, one. It, it does seem like a bit for the Islanders to give up though like in general now I don't know the, I obviously I don't know the prospect well, also I think he's I think he's got I I saw on Twitter just very quickly it seemed like um that there's you know he's maybe got some upside I think he's obviously still young and um, I think he's been a, a bit of a call up this season for the Islanders. I could be wrong, because um, we're you know. Honestly, again, I I feel like I've maybe heard that player mentioned, but uh, the one question I have, which is so weird, he's played twelve games this year. Is I just tweeted this because I it came in my head and then I forgot to bring it up. Is um, how does this impact the All Star game? Because Horvat was the from the Canucks selection, and now he's on the Islanders. Is he still an All Star? And do they have to then? Bump out Brock. What if Nelson. they make it Kuzmenko? <laughs> yeah, who like? Yeah, is, so is, is, is Brock Patter- Nelson not going to be an All Star? Well, now? that's what I'm wondering. Is this because clearly, like, he's he can't represent the Canucks, so there's going to be another. Uh, the Canucks already have Patterson going, I believe. Um, I did a little bit of just up front, a little prep work on the All Star rosters because I was curious. But um, Patterson and Horvat were the two Canucks players. 
So are they just going to fill in with another Pacific player and then like maybe they could finally have a Kraken player? Somebody in there? so somebody just responded thought. and said same thing happened to Jeff Samarja in twenty fourteen. This is the pitcher in in, in, in baseball. Uh he, he just wore a generic all star jersey. <laughs> I think Bo will play unlike Jeff though. So still interested to see how it plays out. So in in, in like the Fox oh, like what the not the score bug? What do you call like the the title for the player? It says Jeff Samarja, twenty fourteen NHL All Star in parentheses ineligible to play, and then traded to Athletics on July fourth. You mean MLB All Star? NL. Sorry. Oh, National League. National yeah, yeah, League yeah, yeah, All Star. Yeah. So I, I it'll be uh Kyle, yeah, and then so somebody else responded with uh. Like he gets to wear an NHL logo. <laughs> He'll be like Rob Lowe. <laughs> the Rob, Rob Lowe, Lowe in the NFL, NFL hat. <laughs> Have you seen that picture, Sean? Just the yes. actor in the stands. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's maybe the more. I don't remember there being a trade in the NHL where an All Star was traded. Like literally on the bite, like the All Star week. I mean, I don't know. Does do the Canucks even play again this week? I think they maybe have a game. But it's uh, it's pretty funny to think. Like I would think because. I'm pretty sure Sorokin. So the Islanders current currently have their their all stars are Brock Nelson and Sorokin, Ilya Sorokin, um, and they they had two players. And I would think that like, but yeah, like Horvat does he just not? Because Nelson was already selected. I don't know. It's a weird question. I just it, it popped in my head when I was reading through they some were, comments. And they I was were like, so, the Canucks were so mad at at the situation they're in and Horvat not wanting to resign. They traded him to. The East so, to cause uh, confusion for to basically punish the the Islanders and and uh, Bo Horvat because they didn't want him to be an All Star. This is my this is the conspiracy theory I'm just cooking up right now. Anyway, that they was should just have they should have Horvat go out on his own like just yeah <laughs> go skate in his own league play against in, he's like in in his own division. It should be he him and him and uh, Beauvillier should go and play against each other like do one on one like just for like five minutes half rank one on one. Um, I no, mean, they but already I was, do the, you know. Yeah, I was just going to say it's a little. So, and then we didn't mention it's a first, a protected first round from this year's draft. Is that what it was? Yeah, I, I and I believe protected top 12 protected, which means, does that mean that if it's in the top 12 that it can't, they, they don't they, get it? It slides a year? Yeah, it just get moved to like uh, next year. Probably. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I kind of thought they'd get more for Horvat. I don't know. That's like my initial take on it. Maybe I'm just high. We're just higher on Horvat. I always than. have trouble evaluating these UFAs who are rentals, like what the actual value like should be. I think a lot of it, at least for me, whenever I think about it, a lot of it depends on like the team. So like the specific team and where they are. For me, it seems like quite a lot for the Islanders to give up for like a a chance at potentially getting even in the playoff position or holding a position and like i don't know it just seems and like, like why are they giving up yeah, first round picks like, i don't know i guess if i if you see like you know colorado getting horvat right or, or some other team that's like maybe we know is strong but has had a little bit of trouble this season or whatever makes a lot more sense to me you know if you are making a playoff push that you're trying to maybe help fill out your roster but for a team like the islanders to give up i mean you know it it, it is what it is with like the existing with bovillier like he's a okay player um you know the prospect seems like he's relatively good but i don't think we really know and then they're giving up a first but it's not like a top 10 or top 12 so but it still seems like you're kind of wasting anything by yeah i guess i was i was thinking that like a player like horvat would be going more to like maybe the panthers or the kings even um now i know they're probably not trading within their division but like kind of a team i guess that would be you know a team that is kind of looking to be good for the next couple years right 
Like they're the not Panthers can't afford them. Oh uh, yeah. Well, they could have made. Uh, they probably couldn't have sent something no. back, could they? No. no. Yeah. And they already did that last year with Sherratt and Drew, who they yeah. lost both of it'll, them. It'll not be interesting. One, one worse than the other. I will, but <laughs> so sorry, Sean. You look like you were going to say something. I don't want to. We're rambling over you. I feel like we are rambling. Do you want to move to to All Star talk? Because like it is a little odd that there is no Seattle Kraken in, in the All Star game, despite the fact that um, I think they lead the Pacific. Sec. Yeah, say that. we have them projected. Yeah, I mean at the they top. lead the Pacific, and they have no All Stars in the All Star game. Instead, yeah. you have uh, Chandler Stevenson. I think like is yep. filling in for Maddie, which is just, yeah. So for uh, anyone okay. who didn't I, fo- for anyone who didn't follow the news today, Maddie Beniers was selected to be in the All Star game for Seattle to represent them in their well, not their first. Who went last year? Uh, Jordan Everly. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yep. So, but there he was. You know. Uh, um, uh, Matty Veneers, probably easily the front runner for the Calder, having a great season for the Kraken. He was selected, but he's been hurt. So they, the I don't know who makes this decision. Maybe there was info about it, but the uh, his spot was filled by Chandler Stevenson for the Golden Knights, which is interesting. Like he would not be my pick. I mean, Logan Thompson kind of makes sense. Is he not a rookie? Is he no? Wait. He's not a rookie. But well, I think you defeat the whole thing if you don't have a a member from each no. team. Yeah, I know exactly. Otherwise, like, like yeah. let's get rid of let's get rid of some other all stars. Like, yeah. <laughs> well, I don't do know. Like, I mean, like, like let's be honest. Like Columbus and Chicago and Anaheim probably don't. Well, okay, Anaheim's a little bit different because they have some actually decent couple players, and the rest and the rest of their team is just like oh boy. But, but yeah, the, yeah, it it is weird. Also, like you know, Jared McCann and Vince Dunn are having pretty like great seasons and they would have been perfect selections to replace. I don't know if this was the players just kind of, they didn't want to go to the all-star I, I game. I think Vince Dunn is less likely. That's kind of our, no, I our know. guy, right? I think Jared McCann kind of makes sense just because he's got some goals. This Vince season. Dunn is, is like legitimately in some conversation. To yeah. Year. He's like in yeah. points in like defense. Like points. points. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's just like, if you look at, you know, no, I can just check. Uh, but to answer your initial question, Sean, I think I absolutely did not understand why I saw that because I was literally going through the rosters. I was kind of doing some comparison. We can, I don't know if we want to get into the first half or the second half, but like in terms of who is in and who deserves it based on our stuff. Um, and I saw that Maddie Beneers had been, you know, replaced by Stevenson, and I was like, wait, does Stevenson where- play for the Kraken now? <laughs> that's yeah. What yeah. I saw. <laughs> well, I mean, and that's the thing. Stevenson's been really pretty good this year. It's not like he's been bad. It's just that. Like Mark Stone has clearly been better than Stevenson, I would say. Um, and so, like, if you're going to go with a Canucks or I mean a Golden Knights player, right? Like, why are, Stevenson is the one that you're going with well, instead of I would also Mark say Stone just and, looking here that Vince Dunn is currently 11th in the league in skater points for defensemen. So, like, that sounds like a perfect. And then he's also now get this fourth in plus minus among defensemen. <laughs> so Dude, that is. He has 30 fewer points than Eric Carlson. That is bizarre. <laughs> it's insert. It's but absurd. Eric Carlson is the Bruins of 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 yeah. uh, skaters this season in terms or of defensemen, I should While say. While playing on the Sharks too. We should mention that. Yeah. But uh, um to, to I guess to get back to it, I I mean again, nothing against Chandler Stevenson, but number one, it's like, well, why are you not? Because then also the other thing, I thought, I thought that was like a rule that you had to have a representative from every team. Wasn't it? They set it, they set up, and then all of a sudden, when you sub out, apparently you don't need it. Yeah, I've but never. It's like, isn't that sort of the whole point? Is like, the, it's a because it's not a serious game, and in some senses, it's not a true, like I guess best players coming. Like, no, yeah. a well, stack team like the Bruins, like you 
probably take some players that aren't there right now, right? Yeah, like yeah. Bergeron, Bergeron didn't make it, right? Yeah, like, no, okay. exactly. Did McAvoy? You know, so it's like it's supposed to be a celebration of the whole league. Have Yanni Gord go? Yeah, yeah. Or Jerry well, McCann. Yeah, and the other thing is then you're also completely like this is a a new team. I mean, they're they they established the season, but like you're basically saying, okay, no one from who's a Seattle Kraken fan, like you don't need to tune in and watch your player, right? Like you're completely alienating another team. Well, like also an entire fan it's, base. You from know, watching. It, it's the thing is, I remember like when I was you know back in our diehard Wild day, fan days, and it was just like we kept wanting them to to send Jared Spurgeon. To the All Star Game, and they kept sending like Zach Parise and was Ryan, Ryan Suter, Suter Ryan and Suter Devin and, Dubnik and, over and over. And, and it was over so again. funny. I remember Ryan Suter always being the skills competition because every player has to be in one. And you're just like, well, this is not what Ryan, Ryan Suter is not a skill player. He's not like going to do crazy stuff. He's just going to play 30 minutes a night and like you know, like basically sh- take some slap shots from the blue line of the power play. You know, like blah blah blah. It's it, so it's always funny to watch it, but yeah, I I don't know this. I don't know if there was an explanation shot. If you saw one, or like why Seattle I, doesn't I didn't, have. No, I don't understand it. Um, but, but anyway, yeah. To get anyway, back that, to that is uh yeah it 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 is a little disappointing. Also, I think Maddie Beniers at the All Star game would have been really fun. Just like you know, kind of have a new new player. Uh, you know, see them with some of the veterans and whatnot, and and it's always fun. But I will say, just random gripe here is that. You know, Sean mentioned how the All-Star games never really matter and they're like not serious games. But then every time at the end of a player's career, they always cite the number of All-Star games they were selected to, which always has annoyed me because it's like, well, it doesn't really matter. Why? Anyway, it doesn't matter. It seems like it goes into Hall of Fame discussion like, oh, they had X Cup, X Stanley Cups and you know, X all-star appearances. It's like, well, especially uh, I don't know when when did they start or has it always been a thing where every team selects a player? Because I'm trying to think that I mean that's obviously like I have a lot more experience with the MLB All Star Game or baseball All Star Game because I used to watch it as a kid all the time and every team would get a player. That's just how it is. So it seems like it matters. And you think in baseball, the All Star Game, the players seem to try a little bit more. Now I think it's a little bit different because you can you know you can have one at bat and well, play because this inning, time it matters. Know. I know. That's yeah. The, <laughs> yeah. Well, that used to be. I know. I I think we've talked about this before, but I think it'd be really funny if they made the All Star Game like have some something that would the uh, champion gets to yeah. the, the um the if the, well they don't do comp they don't do like no. AL versus NL so like if the if the winner of the three on three All Star tournament got to basically pick which team gets home field home I ice mean, I will say in that the that Stanley was a, Cup final I think that was a really dumb <laughs> it was thing a stupid idea in baseball that that Sean actually, do you know did you know about the time when it, the the game went to to extra innings. And it was going to determine who got home field advantage in the World Series. Do you remember hearing about this? Yeah. So it was like ten years ago or something, and longer than that. Longer than that. Do you yeah, know about I was the a kid? I watched it. I think. Yeah, okay, yeah. Then show so for, about for the viewers who don't who don't aren't aren't MLB the viewers fans, the listeners the listeners. Um, there was so back with Bud Selig, who was the old commissioner of the MLB. They determined that the they wanted the All Star Game to matter, and so they determined whichever team, like if the AL won, then the American League team in the World Series would get home field advantage, and vice versa. But and so one of the years, the the game went was tied after nine innings, and the managers of each team had already used all of their pitchers because they were trying, like that's what they do. They try to get everyone in to the game to at least pitch for an inning or part of an inning. 
and so they literally couldn't play any more games. And like they, they showed this video, like uh, they they camera moved to Bud Selig, and he was like panicked in the press box or whatever, or wherever the commissioner sits, just like trying to figure out what they were going to do. And I I actually don't remember what happened with he that. he just I just looked at it because I I thought this was the case, but in the eleventh he just called it as a tie and it never finished. So it oh, just and then they just did normal normal home field I, advantage. I think so, and then that was I think it was the I don't know I can't anyway I, it says that yeah. No MVP award was handed out due to the circumstances. In order to save face, Sealy revealed that the Midsummer Classic would determine home field advantage in the World Series starting in 2003. Um, oh, was that the first year they did it? Yeah, so it was after oh. that. Then they switched <laughs> to it mattering, and they determined. Because I think, the yeah, this is a long ramble, but, um, yeah, it was it was a weird thing. I remember watching it live, and they would just keep showing Bud Selig in the crowd, and he just looked very panicked. <laughs> and, uh, you know, he was a polarizing commissioner, I will say. Um, a bit like Gary Bettman, right? Who uh, you know has been around for thirty years. I saw, isn't he's it something not, like that? He's not polarizing. You see, huh? you got the um, Lifetime Achievement Award for Sports Business Journal today. Is that what that was? Why people and were talking about Bettman? Like the NHL, like dot com account or something, like tweeted it out, and then like they got one person got a comment in about the ratio, <laughs> yeah. and then they just stopped to comment. <laughs> yeah, they, they did the turn only only ads from NHL.com can reply. But or they something. didn't do it like when they tweeted out. So there's this one guy's comment that's like coming here for the ratio or something. <laughs> oh, um, that's really funny. But, you can do that after the fact? I didn't know that. Uh, yes. I have apparently. no idea. We are getting a little close to here, but I have a, I did a whole lot of work uh, on well, it. We can talk about that we in We can the talk about it later, half. but I wanted to say, Sean, I don't know why. I thought... So that from what I could tell, the Eastern Conference only has one defenseman selected. Am I wrong about that? Um, yeah, it's Adam Fox. Correct, the, I think the initial the, the initial run through. I don't even know if Adam Fox did Adam Fox make on the initial run through. This is what the the article. I, I couldn't remember if there was only one defenseman or if there was no. But I thought there was no defenseman in the Atlantic when they first put together the Masters. Yes. Is there it, another Rangers player? No. Yeah, the, the Rangers have um, Panarin. And Fox, those are the two. I think it was Panarin over Fox the first time around. I could be mistaken, and I think when they initially did like that roster, and then how many more were voted in? Like three. Yeah, Adam Fox is voted in, and there was no defenseman. But yeah, it's so odd. Like it is what it is. It's non-serious three on three, but. So there's going to be like team like the Atlantic is going to have no defenseman. They don't have any defenseman. One defenseman. No, the Atlantic don't have a, a single defenseman. Right now, according to Angel's Oh, website. yeah, he's in the Metro, yeah. So yeah. no, <laughs> They don't have any defensemen. No defensemen. Metro has one defenseman. Yes. How many, how many do the Central okay, have? Okay, the, Central, the Central has three. Can you guess who they are? McCarr. Yes. Heiskanen? No. Morrissey. Yes. Really? Oh, yeah, I guess. He's got the points thing going. Yeah, McCarr, two. Morrissey, and... It's a little out of left field, but it makes sense when you realize it. Oh, I have no I don't idea. Know. I was gonna say Yossi, maybe. No, not Yossi. It's think about Seth how, Jones. Yes, yeah. There it is. Yeah. What? Seth, yeah. Who well, else are the Blackhawks yeah, gonna send? I know. <laughs> I mean, what, then, see, honestly, like who? Who else would they would they send? There's and nobody. The, the, the Pacific is one defenseman. You can guess who it is. I'm assuming. Oh, it, no. Oh, Doughty? No, 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 no. This we already talked about him already. We already po- talked about said defenseman. The defenseman in the Pacific, who's the clear all-star selection from the Pacific. Oh, well, Eric Carlson. Yes. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I always forget. I Eric Carlson, I still like have to remind myself that he doesn't play for the Senators sometimes. Because <laughs> like I just it's like that like Ottawa fans and, and Eric Carlson is just so embedded I, in me. I but. really would like the All-Star game. Like I 
I don't know how this would happen, but if you could have, um, like, if they're, for instance, if the now the goalies are really good this season, but if if one if one team had to put like Isa Skater as a goalie or something, oh, I or would if you love had it. like goalies playing, you know, there was what was it? Was it Hellebuck? I saw some video of Hellebuck not in pads, skating around and like shooting the puck and whatnot. And it just looks so. That'd be strange. fun if they did a, a, a reverse. <laughs> what do they, they could call it? The reverse retro game, and it's the goalies play or the skaters, and the skaters play goalie. <laughs> That'd be pretty funny. I wonder who the best. Who you do think, you think that those games have that? Is that ever happened? In the, I don't even know if they have enough goalies in the league. Well, they could if they brought all the goalies. They brought all the starters and, and backups on every NHL team, <laughs> and then you made yeah like and the then you did a three on three tournament with the, the goalies. goalies skating, and you have like and then you would have the like the heart candidates be like the yeah, goalies from each like division. the leading point total players, you have, like McDavid and like Kaprizov. They and, would never you know, blah, blah, blah. You'd laugh about it, but that would be significantly more entertaining. <laughs> I know than than what's going to occur because it would be so hilarious. Can you is... imagine if they brought all of the, like all the goalies every yeah. year? Every... All the goalies have to go to the All Star game because we got to play in the reverse we, whatever and, game. <laughs> and you know it, what's so great about it is unlike the actual All Star game, like you said, Sean. Everyone in that game would be trying. Like it wouldn't be people who would be like you just skating around and whatever. The goalies would absolutely be trying. And this, I bet this, it would be so funny to watch the skaters have to be goalies for a, like I'm. I I, I would love it. The only be, fear is like the injuries. That yeah. I know. Because goalie is is. Uh, but they I could think do like a no checking like like pond hockey type I, style. No, 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 no. Yeah. Injuries for the play. The, the, the skaters. Guys. Uh, skaters playing goal. I, yeah. I think that would be much more like. But you could do e bugs instead of skaters, and just let the skaters take take some time off. You could. Yeah. You I could would have, be worried yeah. though, because like goalies, the 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 movement right is very stress stressful on like your groin and your knees, and you know. But yeah, right. then you, you would can't, like yeah. nobody would ever allow Connor McDavid no. to play to play to put on the the goalie but you could pads put in and the e bugs and yeah, and like you can really celebrate the e bugs, and then the goalies. Who generally hate e bugs like, as, <laughs> as a thing, right? Is that Get a thing? Score I, I don't think that's a thing. E-bugs. I, I, it's think... definitely a thing. They don't. Well, they just don't like the fascination around it, right? Because yeah, it's like yeah. they are proud of their craft and they don't like David Ayers going in and like embarrassing the Leafs. Yeah, but sometimes that like, was what, such was it... a incredible the... moment in the NHL. Yes, yeah, so the Oilers put in put in um, like a U a University of Edmonton or Alberta goalie, right? Yeah, with yeah. Like two thirty left. Yeah, it's yeah, it's, it's funny. That. Also, they're playing they, against the Blackhawks, so actually, they probably everybody around the league loved it except for the Blackhawks. Yeah, <laughs> but no, the Blackhawks just wanted to lose, so like they were. Oh yeah, they probably didn't like it because they're like, oh, it's it'd probably be, it's yeah. more embarrassing. Like it's well, like standing somebody. <laughs> but the Oilers were up like seven two, weren't they? Or something? No, like they're that? up four they're to up, one. They're up seven. They're up seven. Oh, seven three. three. They're up yeah, by seven four. three. Yeah, yeah. But it's that's like the AI step over, like in my opinion. Like that's just so disrespectful. I know, <laughs> but, but we it, love it. We it, love yeah, it. Yeah, it's it's like in in baseball where they put a position player as the pitcher when the team's losing by like up or down by like ten or twelve more or more runs, which is everyone fucking loves when position players pitch. Oh, there's nothing better than position there's nothing pitching. better because they all just throw like meat. Because yeah. whenever a player, like if you watch them, it's like they're trying to throw the ball as slow as they possibly can. That's what <laughs> always happens. And the people who try to actually pitch and they're throwing like 75, 80, they get hammered. Because yeah. like, but when you throw like as slow as you possibly can, it's actually really, it's it throws everybody off. Anyway, 
We should probably go to break, though. Let's go to break here, Sean. But Take anyway, this the NHL should do this. Luke, the Luke. goalie game. <laughs> that I say, let's the goalie go game might be the best idea to ever come out of this. Yeah, uh, I think yeah. it should. And I think the NHL, when they do it, they should pay us, the Evolving Hockey Podcast. We have a couple of those idea. lingering, like, pat- yeah, patented, the, you know, patent-pending. We can host puck. it. I'll go between the, between the glass, and then Josh can... Can call a game and Luke will be caller, and then yeah, this every, would be perfect. Oh, oh, and it'd be so fun because you know it'd be like when we go to the conferences and they used to have the hockey games, so you get to watch all the nerds you knew on Twitter like actually go skate, and you get to watch which ones are the best and which ones you know Scott like, Cullen, Scott oh, Cullen, Matt Scott Kane, Cullen just um and and it would I would love to see w- which goalie was because it, it's gonna be you know it's gonna be like well like Ottinger you know right or or I, like I'm no, trying to think like you know you know who I'm really thinking it it is is like. I'm gonna be real. <laughs> it feels it feels a little odd, okay. But I'm gonna go with Linus Olmark. Olmark, because I know like he's a good golfer. Okay, or at least he's got the power golfer. He seems like a pretty athletic dude. It's really the golf that's that's really throwing me that he that he would be good. Like I just know like he could hit driver like 300 yards. Like he's and I, I, I wonder. Like that. I wonder if you could find information about like the goalies that like w- did they all start playing young or did did well if Malcolm Subban's still in the league didn't Malcolm used to play like he grew up he played a decent amount of skater growing up didn't he I don't know I don't I remember that but anywho yeah we okay. can go to break before yeah. we start evaluating goaltenders yeah. and, and how how good they would be skating <laughs> yes yeah. what their guard would be so anyways we're gonna take a break. Um, and I guess we'll come back and talk maybe about some all-stars, maybe about some awards, and also about John Tavares. The Evolving Hockey Podcast is brought to you by EvolvingHockey.com, your home for advanced NHL statistics on the web. When you become a subscriber to EvolvingHockey.com, you gain access to such evaluation tools as NHL Goals Above Replacement, regularized adjusted plus minus skater contract projections visualizations charts and much more visit evolving-hockey.com slash login today to become a subscriber thank you so much to our lovely new sponsor um for that wonderful message i didn't i didn't have anything it, about a new sponsor in the first part it doesn't so work if you do it works. after the after the people have heard the it event. really doesn't it, there's no reverse i suppose if people just skip through it and then they're like wait then you got them maybe it, they, they go right back <laughs> see, see? Got advertising em. genius um we did forget uh two big congratulations um at the beginning of the podcast one uh to matt grislick he was inducted into the 2020 well, the 2023 class of the Beanpot Hall of Fame. Uh, so congrats to him. Doesn't mean anything to me. Where's he from, Josh? Where's he from, Josh? Do you know? Have you ever watched the Beanpot? We've talked about it here. I, I, you said you said what it was, and it went in it's, one ear and went out the other, yeah, and I don't. It's just just right through okay, my head. Well, like I'm never our, watching Hockey Day Minnesota ever again. Then, <laughs> yeah. Um, one of our one of our mom's best friends uh, who passed away several years ago. Uh, she used to say she was from from Arkansas, but lived in Georgia. And she said, "Like water off a duck's back." <laughs> that's what that's what happened with that information. But that normally applies to insults. 
uh, that you just like water off a duck's back. It just rolls off. Anyway, yeah, that's what the information. What is the bean pot? Well, the bean pot we talked about. I think it was a year ago in response in re- relation to Hockey Day Minnesota because Sean was like, "Well, we have kind of a similar thing out here, kind of. I think, right? Isn't that where it came up? No, it's just the four Boston uh, schools play against each other in the Garden. Oh, yeah. yeah. So next Monday will be the um, who's playing who this year? Is it BU Northeastern Harvard? and bc i don't know they play each other it's just like a 14 tournament the first two mondays in february anywho um congrats to him and his father got um inducted as well uh his father works at td garden as you congrats and um the second one is the interesting one so john tavares last night played in his quote-unquote 1000 nhl (laughs) game and so I bothered, you know, to, to screw around, and I'm I'm looking at the his career guard chart, and I noticed this has 998. <laughs> and so I messaged Josh and Luke. I said, I think the site is broken. <laughs> <laughs> to which they flipped out, and they're like, "Don't you, say this type of stuff to us." But this is a big deal to me. <laughs> um, anyways, Luke, you want to explain why the site now has John Tavares at 999 games? Yeah, so I did go look into it, and the first thought I had was because Tavares has been in the league since, what, 2009, 2010, I think is the his first season, if I'm not mistaken. And uh, so I was like, okay, well, it's probably one of the dead games, uh, <laughs> which if people don't know, maybe people aren't aware of this because it's only like 10... I think it's 10 games now. There are like 10 games from, or 12, 10 to 12, I can't remember exactly. There are 10 to 12 games from the first three seasons of the NHL's RTSS data that uh, for one reason or another, you just can't process. Like you, there's a portion of the data that is just not, that doesn't exist. So for the, in, in, in the game specifically that John Tavares played in, was uh, Islanders versus the Stars on January eighth, twenty ten. There is no shifts data. It's just not, it's blank uh, on the page. Where like if you see the shift reports for the HTML reports or whatever they print out for the journalists, um, there's just no shifts data. So like, and the API um, is well, it doesn't have anything either. So. Uh, there's, it's, the, it's the game that they don't want you to know about. Yeah, <laughs> these are, there are ten, ten, ten forbidden games. NHL TV, so there's no trace of this game. Yeah. What happened? At I know. This game? So there are ten forbidden games <laughs> in the history, the first three seasons of the RTSS data that we just don't have data for. Um, and John Tavares played in one of those, so he does not have uh, data for that specific game on our website. So currently he sits at 999 games. So his Evolving Hockey 1000 game will be tomorrow, tonight? I don't know when. No, that, when no the well, there's only one well, game tonight. You're saying it as tomorrow. Yes, tomorrow after we release this, Wednesday night uh, against the Bruins yeah. at home. So he can get um, he will officially a little have bit more played. elevated. Also, his like best NHL moment was, was it like during the bubble? When he walked through the Bruins, like warming up, do you remember this? I do remember that. Do you remember this video? I, like, the Bruins are getting ready to go on the ice. So I think it was the bubble, and like he's wearing a mask too, so it makes sense. And he's just like walking down the hall as like the Bruins are like you know hitting each other or whatever in the hall. <laughs> he just walks right by I, him with his like coffee. I had forgotten about that. Yeah, but anyway, so that's a little in- interesting tidbit about some data processing in the on the public side. Um, 
that yeah, there are some. So I, I should say that there are like there are game stats. So there's some to stats. Well, I, that's what I was gonna say is that we can like we could probably have more. Like if it's it's more that the the shifts specifically, but it's not always the shifts. That's what like how we use the, to to process like the RAPM or RAPM models. Also, like any on ice stuff is kind of also from that. Or so yeah, I don't that. know. I feel like we've talked about this before, but the shift stat is actually very the player shift stat is actually really important because the NHL doesn't actually track the the time on ice at every single strength state in hockey. Um, they just basically track EV, power play, shorthanded, and then all situations. And so in order for any of the public sites to get actual five-on-five five numbers, you have to combine the player shifts data with the events data, which is a very complicated process. Um, that And, and so... Uh, Basically, we would be able to add like all situations box score data, but you, you could get like the the yeah like game summary stuff like you know uh, penalty minutes plus minus goals assists shots on goal shots that on type goal. of stuff time on ice. But that that is present, and you can see that if you go on the NHL's website, they'll have the sum team stats. But and that that also is like one of the reasons why we we get messages periodically from people who are like looking at oh, like, why are the goal totals off here? You know, for this, like, NHL shows this, your site shows this, and um, a lot of the time it's by one or two, and that's almost always because of some uh, missing game. Now, it, it used to be, I feel like they've fixed a few, too, over the years. They like, have. There's, um, like, every so often there'll be one that just, like, kind of, you know, comes back. Um, but So maybe it was just down. Yeah. Yeah, declassify. Declassify the game record yeah, um, after it's been de- I, yeah. <laughs> but to, for those old games, it uh, that d- doesn't happen. Like, they just, I don't know, it stays that way. So there's no, we don't know. Like I mean, they they summed the total time on ice for each player, but we don't know how many shifts they played, when they played, etc. So and they just have like some intern go back and do this. I, well, they don't have the film anymore. Yeah, well, it's somewhere. <laughs> well, they have they have the vault. Yeah, yeah. The, it's vault. Classified. the classified. Well, do we even know that? <laughs> do we know that they have video for? Every I have game? to think the NHL like is like like every major league has a copy of every game that's been played. Like they have to, right? Like. I bet. I wonder, do they archive it like the Library of Congress, where it's on film and not like digital files? Yeah, they have. They have I don't know reels. if people if people know this, but this is a side note. But the Library of Congress for archiving music and well, film is on movies are on film, but for music they use analog tape, reel to reel, because it is uh, trusted to with to last longer than digital files because of all the different updates. Like there's a John Lennon album from like one of his last albums that was one of the first digitally recorded albums. And they have the files, but the actual software that they used to record it, like it just doesn't exist and they can't get it. So they literally can't play that. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, so yeah, down in the vaults of the NHL building under, you know, 20 stories underground is where they keep all of the games. The, the forbidden. <laughs> the forbidden, <laughs> the forbidden games are, are, are trapped down there. Yes. But that's so it's a, it's a fun little interesting tidbit. There's a lot of like little random one-off things that happen in those early seasons, which is um, they're just you know they were just getting used to it. They were figuring it out, and uh, yeah, that's uh, so. Th- so there's there's the reason if anyone was wondering why. I was gonna see what else happened this past week. If there was anything else going before the All Star game, well, there's the like, whole Zegras oh, yeah. thing. Talk about a mess. Our mentions were an absolute mess of, uh, around that. I don't know if uh, Sean participated in it at all, but um, it was. Not. The only thing that people were talking about for the last like two days has been this Zegras Stetcher situation. Which, if you were been anywhere around hockey, you probably have heard about it. But 
Uh, yeah, it, it involved a lot of um, Twitter amateur lip readers uh, assuming they could tell what Zegers had said. There was a scrum. There was, you know, Zegers did cross-check or, you know, like, uh, was it, uh, what was his name? Hayton. Hayton, I think, on the, like, you know, when he was down. It was pretty dirty. I think Zegers can have his, like, kind of dirty side a little bit too, but um, sometimes. I'm not saying I've, I'm a, the big, you know, I've watched every, We don't watch a lot of Ducks I don't, games. I'm, <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't. a lot of Ducks games now. <laughs> But uh, except when they play the Coyotes, they got into a scrum, and then Stetcher got involved, and there was a video of Zegras saying something to him on the ice, and then Stetcher freaked out um, and got extremely mad. And there, and it was kind of odd, but there were a lot of people who assumed that uh, just by reading the, the lips that you know of Zegras that he had said something about Stetcher's um, dad who had passed away a few years ago, and um, yeah, it, it everything just went nuts. And I just said that I just I watched the video, and I was like, I initially saw it, and I was like, well, why is everyone tweeting about Zegras right now? And I couldn't tell what he had said. And then it came out later. Craig Morgan reported that it actually didn't have anything to do with with Setcher's father, and it just had crossed the line. Um, so yeah, it it was a mess. But I think it's generally best. Uh, these things come up every so often, or whether or not it be people think they hear something or they see some gesture or something. And I guess it's just best. I I always think that you you don't know what is going. I mean, you know, you wait for more information. More. Or yeah, less, we but. have. There's reporters. There are fine journalists who will investigate. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> we had. I uh, <laughs> we had a lot of people in our replies yesterday <laughs> who were mad. Everyone was mad, and Everyone. then Brad Marchand responded to Craig Morgan. Do you see that, Sean? Shut. He yeah, said, "Shut your, your pile." Shut your pile. He just tweeted like 11 p.m. or something. <laughs> Instant classic. Instant it was like classic. after, like he that. had played only a couple hours. They probably before. just got back to Boston. Yeah, and he's just he like scrolling through Twitter. It's like one of the weirdest things. It's like I have no idea what to make of what Marchand said here. But anyway, so we don't really know what Zegra said. Uh, I'm not going to speculate as to what he said. I thought when I saw it that he was talking about, like, he said you're washed up, like you're washed, you should be, wa- like, or watching from the press box is kind of what I thought that was the implication, so I didn't know what was going But anyway. Hold on, you just said we're not going to speculate, and then you just I know, speculated. but I'm just saying that's what <laughs> I saw. I'm saying it's fine to speculate personal, like, in introspective from an introspective standpoint, but you don't need like yeah. yes, uh, you, it's just when you you know I don't know this happens every now and then where people just you know even, whether it's Reddit, you know Reddit is infamous usually for this. usually Reddit is the place that this stuff yes. happens. And I saw I was watching which, both, they, and it Reddit was like, hold on guys, let's not do this again. <laughs> like you know, I mean Reddit has a history of people becoming like kind of amateur investigators and like trying to and then essentially ruining people's lives because they think they know you know this ha- this has happened several times um and even reddit was like okay let's hold on here but twitter was going nuts about this everyone just is like you can figure out what he said and i i was just like no you can't you don't know like you didn't hear it you're not there you know anyway this is enough about it yeah we you don't have primary my, sources my right? point being is it's best to just not Act like you know things when you clearly were not there and you don't know. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. You know? Anyway, yeah. that would have nothing to do with on ice hockey no, or sorry. statistics. I was either. just looking so to that see what else happened. Big this thing past that happened week this week. Yeah. I'm trying to think. Um, Canucks threw some jerseys on the ice after uh, Boudreaux was fired. I guess that the Boudreaux firing happened. Yeah, we have um, talked about that. I know enough. we're not. I don't oh, want to talk about the, the Canucks. Bruce anymore. there it is in Seattle this week. The what? That's good. Bruce there it is chance in Seattle. Yes, they did travel to Seattle. Yes. Um, well, I which, think part of that might have even been just Seattle, and also I'm sure there's Vancouver fans in Seattle. As yeah, well. maybe they came. Maybe Vancouver fans made the trip down just to do the chant, uh, just to kind of like rib their team anymore. But I'm trying to think what else. Um, oh, the other some other news. I did an update on our NHL awards. 
uh, today. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> well, hold on. Let's do. So I did some prep work on the All Star. Okay, All Star. All Star first. Okay. The yeah, other Josh thing. Some, yeah. That the the only other thing that was big news, but I um, didn't really read like the latest updates. Uh, was the Rangers um, canceling the yes. Pride yes. jerseys Which for warmups? Is but such, I didn't yeah. read everything into that. So. I'm, yeah, I, I'm uh, very disappointing. Well, it's um, such bullshit. I think these teams just like not, they're kind of backtracking from this. And it's just a very, I don't know, it's uh, its not good to see. I, I don't know. And then there was also the Dolan news from like about alcohol sales and some stuff too that people were, was floating around. That's, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I guess rich people, right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I don't know. Yeah, what billionaires, whatever. But yeah, it was just a little bit because. It was they announced that they would be wearing pride jerseys and had pride tape, right? Wasn't that what it was announced as? Yeah. And then when it actually happened, they just didn't wear the jerseys or do the pride tape, and they just basically released a nothing statement about why they did it, and which it, was yeah. A it bummer. seems like I mean we we slightly touched on the pro drive thing, but I, I don't know. I don't if this trend continues where like teams are just like oh you know we're I don't even know why, but it, it's it's just not a good look. I think it's you know really bad for the league and. Anyway, yeah, there's not really. I don't know. We could talk about it more, but I, I just think it's. I was just saying that we should we should just mention that that yes. part of it. Yeah, 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 absolutely. All right. all, all stars. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, yeah. So I uh, I did a little bit of prep work. You know, this is a this is new new year, new me, new us. Uh, trying to do some prep work ahead of it, and I just kind of went and looked at the the rosters. Um, and I like to do this every year, but it's a little bit hard sometimes with. Well, also having to figure out like, okay, every team needs to be involved except Seattle. That's the new rule. <laughs> every, every, yeah. yeah, Seattle. The most recent expansion team doesn't get to go to the All Star game. That's the new um, rule. They do get a Winter Classic though. So yeah, yeah. Um, but this then also you need kind of like usually people want like wings and centers to line up. I guess defensemen are also not required anymore. I guess if, if from the East, you know, and you just have. I guess, you yeah, know. you don't have to actually fill like a, a two forward. I mean, now that it's three, three v three, it's like it kind of, you know, you but don't there are like it doesn't matter. surprisingly yeah. few actual instances in the NHL where three forwards are playing on in actual three on three overtime. It doesn't happen very often. Yeah. Um, Which kind of makes sense. No, I mean, it does. I mean, I think that it, it's. Um, you know, I mean, half the forwards in the league can't skate backwards, right? No, I'm just, <laughs> just kidding. Uh, uh, so anyway, back to the the, the topic at hand. Um, I just went through and kind of looked at who was who was in, who was out, um, based on some of our metrics and and what we would kind of deem. Now, this guy, I guess, the reason I cut Luke off was because I think the award stuff also kind of in, is involved here because this is the same method that Luke uses to do kind of the award stuff, which is just kind of doing a quick combination of Gar and Axgar through, through the season. Um, and I thought it was interesting just looking at who made it. Um, specifically, the goalies were, I think, are a lot clearer this year. Maybe not compared to last year, but the goalies, according to our stuff, the top four, at, really the top, like out of the top ten, um, seven of them are being represented in our GAR. So we have Sorokin, Saros, Omark, and Hellebuck are the top four by our GAR. All four of them made the All-Star t- will be in the All-Star game. And then Vasilevsky, Shosturkin, and Stuart Skinner are round out like the next. Oh, guess, Skinner's seven. an All Star. Yeah, he's one of Edmonton's, yeah, one of the leading Calder Which candidates. oddly, Edmonton has three players. Which I, I mean, obviously, Drysaddle, McDavid makes sense. Skinner is they great needed player. a goalie. Um, I guess I, I, I don't really know with um, the Ducks and Coyotes and the. So the, the only Pacific players they... in our top of our, our top ten gar for goalies that didn't make it or are not in the All Star game, Jake Ottinger, which is interesting. He's fifth overall. Um, I would assume that's just team represented representation. So Jason Robertson, 
you know, he's the the star's uh, representative. Um, but then uh, Vanacek was he's uh, seventh currently in our goalie gar. And then the last one is uh, Samsonov is an interesting one um, who is uh, not being represented. So I I think the goalies more or less. I mean, it's like different. Like I think was it last year or two years ago where the Wild sent Cal- Cam Talbot. Yeah, I think so. Like I remember that, and he was like a b- below replacement level by our met, 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 uh, metric. So I guess good on the. <laughs> I think. Oh, and then the only one that was like a little lower is Logan Thompson. Um, like he's still been good for Vegas, but he he's not really close to the top ten. Um, like he's more top thirty. He's just like been solid. Uh, so yeah, goalies are boring, but the, there was I think that they're a good representation of who is the actual like kind of solid. All right, that's right, skaters. All right, all right, hurry okay, this up. Yeah, we sorry. don't need to talk about the goalies as much. What are you doing? I, there, I just am, I'm just trying to give props here because it's not always the case. That, <laughs> okay, that that's fair. The, now all, get to the skaters. Yeah, the skaters. Okay, so skaters. Um, we've kind of already talked about a few, but you want to guess the top skater who is not being represented? Um, according Jared to our McCann. Yes, Jared, okay, yeah, Jared McCann. Jared McCann, we already kind of mentioned him. Um, he's third overall right now. Luke had him, and we got he had his award ballot out today, and uh, McCann was pretty high. And we got some interesting replies, as we always do, to that uh, fun. to that thread. Um, the next one is actually um, the sixth overall player in the league currently who is not uh, represented, and he's this is an Eastern Conference player. Is that point? It is. Wow, you guys are good today. So, Braden well, I Point. I made the list. <laughs> I should know. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's a, that's a little cheating. That's a little bit of Who cheating. Who is going? Is it Stamkos and like Kucherov? Uh, uh, I think it's Kucherov. It's just Kuch, uh, and then Vasilevsky. So, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Vasilevsky. Uh, oh, I already mentioned. Yeah, Vasilevsky. Those are the two for Tampa. Um, point technically is having a much better season than Stam- uh, than Kucherov is, but Kucherov's still been solid. Um, but I think that Braden Point has been absolutely phenomenal this year for Tampa. So no surprises there. Um, and then after that, I could just you know the one I thought was interesting is currently he's um, the third overall defenseman in the league by our stuff um, that is not being represented. Now again, Luke knows this. I so know this. I, know I can't ask you, but Sean can maybe take a guess. The two top two, uh, Darlene. Yes, Darlene. So, <laughs> wow. So you guys have nailed almost every one of these. Luke's kind of cheating here. Hey, so Darlene, well, the, the forwards, I didn't, which, I didn't look past the. What was top interesting five. to me was looking on the in the Eastern Conference. They only have one defenseman, in Adam Fox, and I think that you know Buffalo's representative is Tage, which makes sense. I mean, they should have sent both Tage and Darlene. Well, that was what I was saying is that I think Buffalo has like Darlene mm-hmm. is having a phenomenal year this year. Um, if Edmonton gets Con- McDavid and Drysidle, then Buffalo should be able to send Tage and Dolly. But the, yeah, the, the funny thing is that the Atlantic doesn't have a defenseman currently, and Dolene is like. So you would have you would have said Dolene over Barkov as the Matthews replacement, probably. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I think Barkov is is definitely I think worthy, especially he's missed some time this season. He's been really really good, but I think Kachuk for the Panthers makes a lot of sense. Who's the other Panthers? Uh, I guess, let's see, is there another, and the fact, I mean, like, you know, the fact that you need to include, you need to incorporate every team, like Nick Suzuki is Montreal's representative, and he's not been, like, he's been fine this year, but he's not, like, kind of all-star caliber by our stuff, Um, so that would actually, him or, I suppose, Brady Kachuk is the other one that has been good, he's been fine, but I think that, um, you know, not having, like, Darlene, for instance, is just, especially when you don't have a defenseman in the Atlantic and... And Darlene is, is Stutzla. Is Stutzla the Ottawa representative? No, it's it's uh, Brady Kachuk is the Ottawa representative. Um, oh, so Stutzla is like the one that should have been voted in. Okay, I think so. I guess I could go look at who the highest Ottawa. Well, because uh, like it's like a family 
the the Kachuk brothers. Yeah, yeah. Well. Actually, Giroux has been Ottawa's best player by our stuff <laughs> this season. Yeah, yeah. But, but nobody cares about that stuff. They I know. care about the relationships yeah. of the players. No, exactly. So that's the Eastern Conference. I don't know. There's not too much more. I guess, um, you know, there were a few players. Like, I think New York has three players. I don't know why Panarin is going. Like, he's... Sorry, Rangers fans. I'm sorry. You 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 know you already have Fox and Shesterkin. I don't know. I think I would. You know, there's there's some other players from the from Metro. Well, it's voting I too, right? It's voting. Yeah. Yes. So you so know. like the biggest U.S. market yeah. team gets it those makes three. The Central is a little bit more interesting. Just looking at this because um they they have the the worst player uh, this year. Uh, they happen to have uh as one of the representatives uh, in the Central. I don't know if you can guess the team. Or potentially the player. Oh, and you mean like among the all star? Among all our all star representatives, this is the the player with the lowest uh, rating, like, rating by our metrics. Yeah, in the central, in the central, and they're defensemen. No, oh, they're not a defenseman. Um, oh, that's hard. There's a couple of players. That is hard because I don't know the. Is the it roster. Keller? <laughs> yeah, it, Keller is close. You're you're not far off. He's like the third worst. Um. But he's there's two other players we already talked. I'll say Seth Jones is Seth not Jones. Okay, it's yeah, not him. Seth Jones. But he's Chicago's going, rep. O'Reilly? No. So right team. Uh, Nevich? No. So O'Reilly's been hurt like most a yeah. lot of the year. Another Blues. Tarasenko. It is Tarasenko. Oh, okay. He is currently like replacement level this year, um, and he is going to be in the All Star game. Um, but yeah, I don't know. While they're sending Kaprizov, I'm while they're sending Kaprizov, Colorado has three representatives in McKinnon, Rantanen, and Spurgeon snubbed. Car. Spurgeon snubbed again. Um, I yeah, I mean it's tough when you have two goalies per because it's like Soros. I think or uh, yeah. Um, well, no, well, it's it's Hellebuck and Soros are going. Well, three of the the top like five goalies in the year yeah. this year are in the central. I would argue and that like Ot- Ottinger and... is Ottinger is having all star quality, yeah. you know, caliber. I think season. Ottinger definitely deserved to go. But Hellebuck and Soros, I think, have been actually better. Yes. Well, and, and then I I don't know. We already kind of covered the Pacific. I'm talking a lot here, so I'm going to stop talking. But um, there's not really much I think that's interesting from the Pacific, like. Everyone that you would kind of expect. I think Skinner and Thompson are interesting, um, but the Pacific they need goalies. I know I mean, they don't who, have. Who are they going to bring? And then John Gibson, Bo Horvat is now uh, going to be represented by the Islanders. Uh, Vancouver. The Islanders. Uh, I saw it. So the other follow up is I think that somebody in our mentions, I'm not sure, responded and said that Friedman said that he's going to represent Vancouver still. Um, oh, that is so odd. I don't know yeah, if that's I don't like that. I don't know if that's actually true. I should just go verify that. But that's my all-star roundup. Now there's a yeah. couple of players that I think um we already touched on uh, McCann, Point, Dolene. Uh I already said Mark Stone I think should be Vince Dunn we already talked about. Yeah, it um, is odd that Stevenson is going over Stone. Or for, yeah. the, for the Golden Knights. I mean, but. again, Stevenson is like, he's having a solid season. It's not like he's been bad. He's been, you know, very good for Vegas, but I just think Mark Stone is having a phenomenal year. Again, I think... Man, Eichel really fell off. He started really strong. He and did. He's just really fallen off over the last month yeah. or two. The only other one mention, uh, Pete players I'll mention, I think uh, Hironik has also been yeah. really, really good. Now, I think there's still a little shooting there, so if you want to yeah. you know, go into that. but There's um, been a couple... Well, and this is... I'll, I'll kind of... Uh, what pigeon tail is that the the term? Should we look up? <laughs> is that dovetail? Excuse me, <laughs> dovetail. Dove. Hold on, let me. Did I say pigeon tail? This. You said pigeon look, tail. We yeah. do math stuff, not and music stuff. So not the words. last player I'll Seagull. say mostly because Sean will, will uh, um, uh, respect this is that Jake DeBrusque, I think would have uh, also been a, a worthy uh, all star. Well, how how many people did Boston get to send though? I know their that's whole, true. Their whole team. Yeah, if you have. <laughs> um, 
Um, Let me see. Verb. To join by means of dovetails. To fit skillfully to form a whole. Yeah, that's what I was trying to do. Uh, (laughs) So... Um, I don't even remember what I was going to say, though. What, what did I say? What did I don't you know. mention? But oh, the man. last thing before I'll let Luke find uh, is that we already kind of covered it, but that uh, Barkov is replacing Matthews because he's injured, and then um, Stevenson is replacing Matty Beniers. So Matthews and Beniers were the, the actual selections. Oh, I was saying that um, with See, the, I knew you'd figure it out. the shooting stuff we had uh, in the Calder race, it's kind of an interesting Calder race. Um, mostly, I mean, I think it's pretty much Matty Beniers, but then you have the Stuart Skinner. You have another goalie in the potent in the Calder conversations. Uh, I think in Stuart Skinner, and obviously he's being rec- like you know recognized because because he's going to the All Star game, um, which you know that's I think that we might see some votes for uh, Stuart Skinner, which I think is deserved, and then Jack Quinn also having a very good year for Calder. Um, <laughs> there's some funny ones uh, that. I don't think, you know, people would necessarily think. Now, um, for the caller this year, it's just kind of weird. Like, there's some players that are just like... Marchenko, uh, baby. Marchenko <laughs> is having... Someone pointed out to us that he has 13 goals and zero assists. Zero assists. Um, which, now, to be fair, he plays for Columbus. Uh, and so, yeah, we were trying to figure out who the his linemates are, and I honestly, sorry, Columbus fans, I didn't recognize any of the names of the players that he was playing <laughs> with this season. So, yeah, Calder, I think that um, that's where you I get the Dylan Sandberg. Don't know well, who that, now. Cap friendly has uh, Marchenko playing with uh, Jenner and Goudreau. So, oh, they. I I don't know if ooh. he's I don't know if he's been bumped up. Yeah, that was that was my doing. The Columbus Columbus Is that their first line. Yeah, yeah, that's their first line. <laughs> Um, I also believe that I looked that we have, I'm trying to think, no, 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 that wasn't what I was looking. I think we have him higher than Goudreau this year, Marchenko. Um, I think, I think that might be. Well, that's probably because of shooting. I know it is. Anyway, um, and then just some other highlights. I think that, um, the heart race is pretty clearly McDavid in the, as a front runner. And then I think Jack Hughes definitely is second. And then, yeah, I mean, I think some under kind of covered seasons this season. I think Braden Point at this point <laughs> is having a uh, very <laughs> having having a very strong season for the Lightning um, after um, potentially a little bit of a down year last year. Well, he, um, well, and then there was also a lot of uncertainty because he got injured in the playoffs. Yes, right? that's right. Um, and he's had some injury he had issues, some I injury think. issues. So it's great to see Braden Point uh, perennial. Uh, statistics all-star. Also easily like one of my probably top five players to watch in the league. I love watching Braden Point play. Um, And then the Norris, I mean, it's, you know, Carlson was the clear front runner for a while, but I think that a lot of that was due to his shooting. Um, I think he's probably still going to win just because of his point total. His point totals are insane uh, for defensemen. But I think Adam Fox, again, is having an incredible season, and Rasmus Dahlin is having a, you know, kind of, I don't know, would you call this a breakout season for Dahlin? Yeah. Um, I don't know. He's just had a really, really good season. That would be our top three. Uh, I think it's interesting. The rest of them are uh, not... Um, and this is fun. Last year, a lot of our picks were very standard. Like, it's like, oh, this is boring. Like, a lot of these players are, like, in the, you know, everybody's talking about them. But I think, like, Vince Dunn not really getting a lot of recognition from people. For, yeah, I know. Whatever. <laughs> Plus uh, minus. And then Aronic. Uh, Seattle is so odd. Yeah, Seattle's so weird. I mean, yeah, that's... I do. Gonna... I do love to watch the players that we specifically around the expansion draft that we were super high on Vince Dunn 
And I was like, I don't and know. Now he's gonna win the Norris. Look yeah. at that. <laughs> uh, anyway, because the thing, the same thing would happen with with Carlson. How many goals does Carlson? I don't know. It doesn't matter. But Adam Fox is having another incredible season. Um, I don't. It, it, it just yeah. Anyway, and then Heronic. I think Hampus Lindholm also having a pretty incredible season. Uh, Jared Spurgeon, our guy, also having a very good season. It's really funny future when Hall of Famer, future yeah. Hall of yeah. Famer. Shout out to Tony. We talked about this last, but if yeah, you go, haven't go read, check. yeah, haven't read our first guest post uh, by Tony Abbott about Jared Spurgeon, head on to the front page of EvolvingHockey.com and check it out. It's right at the top. Um, but it's funny. I will make a mention of because we have had the broadcast, the wild broadcast on not on mute recently, and I think every time. Every single Wild game, if you watch the Wild broadcast, they mention now how Spurgeon is underrated. Basically, they talk about that I mean, guy. He does everything. Especially if Wes Walls is the color commentator. Yeah, if Wes, Wes Walls, Walls is on there. Wes Walls loves to talk about Jared Spurgeon. <laughs> and it's like, yep, yeah, you guys are spot on right uh, and, here. And Nobody... it, was really, it was really Bruce Boudreaux who started the campaign league-wide. Yes, it was. He was the first. When he came in, I think it was 16-17, right? Yes. He was from the first game praising Jared Spurgeon and then that's when it kind of actually started to pick up and people were like oh yeah you know I think the analytics community quote-unquote kind of knew that Spurgeon was good for a while um but it was it was Boudreaux who really was the one who was kind of sounding the horn for about Spurgeon um anyway enough anyway back to to the and so yeah but McCarr I mean is also enough about the Norris it's boring I don't want to talk about Adam Fox Vesna we kind of already talked about this Sorokin (laughs) it's boring let's get Selkie yes Selkie all right (laughs) So the Selkie, I should say, is extremely close right now. Everybody's only separated by like point one, whatever, or point two. Like I think Bergeron in this is like a little bit higher, but he we have Patrice Bergeron. He's probably going to win it anyway. Uh, but he is, you know, again by our stuff leading. There is no way that Bergeron doesn't win it this year. Like yeah. he could, he could be having a bad defensive season. It's his last quote unquote. <laughs> but season he never will because he's Patrice I, I Bergeron, <laughs> and Bergeron is incapable of having a, a, a bad season. He just can't do it. Um, and then the other one, Mark Stone, I think is a pretty. That seems like a pretty safe bet for one of the top Selkie candidates potentially. Uh, and then Josh Levo. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, playing for the Blues, right? <laughs> I believe. So, well, so was, I don't know. Josh Levo has played for so many different teams, and every time he goes somewhere, Leafs fans talk about Babcock and yeah. not playing him. <laughs> and uh, that's just I always just associate him with the, the Leafs. Did, was he on the Canes last year? No, wasn't he on the so, Canucks? Yeah, so he won the oh. Calder Cup with um, the Chicago Wolves last okay. year. Okay, but he only played like 70 minutes in the NHL last season, I think. I want to say it was something like that. Maybe it been more. Anyway, yeah, he was largely an AHL. Yeah, I will say that the Blues are a place where players either go to. Ha- like it's just like the twilight zone when players get <laughs> traded to the Blues. You don't know which way they're gonna go. It's it's just weird. I don't know what happens in St. Louis, but <laughs> it's some. I see this with like players go there and they either get terrible. Like I think Marco Scandella was really bad with the Blues for a while, or. They like get really good, like Bucznevich or Justin Falk. Didn't he like or Justin kinda... Falk had like a resurgence? Nevich was already good. What do you mean? No, I know that, but I'm saying that they played him anyway. I'm not okay. That's a bad example, but yeah, <laughs> we'll say Justin Falk. Anyway, doesn't matter. Ryan O'Reilly, no, not Ryan but O'Reilly. <laughs> about Ryan O'Reilly was good. O'Reilly. Yeah. Anyway, Auto, Auto Parts. Sponsored by. Um, that's our new sponsor. So uh, and then Cockney the Emmy. Yeah. Velarde. Velarde. And then Kevin LeBanc, which was I think the funny one. 
because uh, he's been getting. I think s- they're all kind of fun. <laughs> yeah, they are. Um, well, so a couple of them have throw callbacks to our some previous things that Luke and I have said. Cogniemi, we started a big debate like in his Calder year or his rookie year about how he, should he be the Salki nominee. And in his rookie year, uh, and we got a lot of people mad. We had a lot of people mad. Uh, no, about no, that. Well, the Canadian fans were happy. Yeah, they liked that. Um, uh, it was angered. Yeah. Some people. Anyway, um, and it's funny to see he was, after that season, he was not good defensively, but now he's back to being good defensively um, this season. I and literally then, saw him on a breakaway not get a shot off and run into the boards. <laughs> so I don't know about this. Defensively, not offense. This yeah. is, has nothing to do with offense, right? Yes. Um, but Josh Levo, I completely forgot that Luke and I didn't know who he was. And some of our early stuff back in like 2017, 2018, we were like, he was like one of our, I think he may have been like our first like dark horse Selkie guy back in like five years ago or four years ago. Cause I searched, I was like in my head when I was, I saw Josh Levo and Luke's list. I was like, this seems oddly familiar. Like we have previously been like Josh Levo's good defensively. And I searched our on Twitter and found some old tweets of ours from 2017 and 2018 that were like, I, you know, we were basically banging the drum for Josh Levo for Selkie back in 2018, and I just had, I just completely forgot about it, which made me realize that I've been on Twitter way too long, and I've just been, uh, you know, <laughs> I'll just send tweets yeah. out and be like, I, I should say that Gabriel Velarde has been at yeah. the top of this list for like the whole year, so uh, that's not a surprise, but LeBanc is the surprising one. Um, now, Dude, LeBanc's been solid, like, I don't know. Yeah, well, because he, what? Okay, hold on. Let me actually look, because I didn't actually look into this. I just, like, do it, and then I post it. But it was funny. We had some Sharks fans in our replies that were talking about how um, like how he's going to win the Selkie sitting on the bench or something. I don't know if he's been, like, playing regularly. Like, I think he's got, you know, five, 600 minutes this season. He's played 45 games. Yeah. So, um, yeah, and we have him solidly. I mean, he's been good this year. Like, I, I also, solid. Yeah. I also I mean, should point out that Nachushkin is not played a lot this season right so <laughs> no, I'm, I'm just kidding we yeah but sorry sean you were gonna say something i think are you do you have a thought no well i do have thoughts luckily <laughs> i was thinking today about buying you guys um the springfield thunderbirds so he's like my local ahl team now, yeah right but he only played two games had four points not a big deal and um i was gonna get you guys a signed locker room plate Josh Levo. Um, <laughs> I was like thinking about it, but I really wanted one myself. So I don't know. Maybe I, I can get you the unsigned one. But it's like, Either. It's, it's actually Springfield Falcons, which is like the old team here. Yeah. We're uh, not like, like, like a throwback night. I don't know if people know this, but no, we're really not sports memorabilia people. Like, I don't really... I'm not either. Yeah. I'm not either, but that's people, how much Josh Levo means to me. The only... You know, I cried. I cried. Even though he beat the Thunderbirds, I cried last year when he won the Calder. Yeah? <laughs> yeah. It was yeah. a big accomplishment for him. I was really happy. Tears of joy streaming down Sean's yeah. face from, uh, yeah, Josh Levo's accomplishments. But, um, yes, I was going to say about our hockey memorabilia, I think the we've said this before, um, the only piece of hockey memorabilia that I own is a... Blaze Orange Gander Mountain promo wild hat uh, that we got to from going to a game. It was free. That was free. We will, we will be adding to that when the, the Wild hosts the Grateful Dead Night, which we've already talked about in a couple months. And, um, okay, I forgot. Actually, we each got Seattle Kraken uh, uh, pucks yeah. for presenting. And a Seahack hat. And a shout C-Hack, out to Allison. Yeah, and shout and out to Kraken. Allison for the uh, uh, accommodations. And the only other thing I think that we have somewhere is a Joe Mauer. Uh, yeah, Sean's got his yeah, crack Sean's got it right there. Right now. Um, 
is a Joe Maurer baseball jersey that I won at the Minnesota State Fair in a... No, uh, our friend won or it. Or our friend won it. Wait, no, I did. No, you didn't. No, I definitely no, did. No, Peter won it. No, 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 no. I definitely did it. Oh, and that's right. Because we, it was the one where you have to hit the three jugs down. Yeah, Do you I, know won it, I won it in a carnival carnival uh, uh, game. I won a Joe Maurer jersey, uh, and that's, I think, the only thing that we have. So I, I don't even think I have some sports cards. I've, like, wanted. We, back in the day, were going to buy Nino Niederreiter jerseys, and or one Niederreiter jersey and one Spurgeon jersey. And then I looked or at, the price, and then I looked at the price tag, and I thought about how often I would wear it, and it was like, yeah. That's the thing. They're insane. <laughs> I know now we're dragging this on, but they're insane. <laughs> yeah, it's extremely like, expensive for hockey jerseys. I'm not like, paying 250 bucks for, like, a jersey I'm not going to wear. I and I know I, it's I like have, look. Yeah. I'm gonna buy like ten records. I have to say and... also, I have a lot of respect for people who can pull off hockey jerseys. Like yeah. I am not one of those people. I can definitely or not like pull bony. off. Bony. I'm so skinny. <laughs> like I just don't. I. It looks like I. It, you know, it makes me look like a skeleton if I wear it. You know, <laughs> like just it's just. I don't know. I, I guess I if I put it over like a, a jacket or something. But it, anyway, you know, it, it'd be nice. Like I see when I go uh, get like I'll do a guest spot on a podcast here. There even in on our podcast. If I could hang up a jersey behind me, a lot of people do that just to have back. You know, even Sean's got the B behind him. Yeah, right. You know, looks he looks like a sports podcaster. We I we have some random piece of paper up that Sean can't can see. He doesn't have a clue what it is right here. Yeah. Um. And it's and then there's a vent and some cables. Like, yeah. That's what's in the I think background. That's the code to evolvinghockey.com. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's the schematics to a, a piece of gear that we have down here. Um. But that doesn't really matter. Anyway. anyway but yeah, uh, I was just saying that it's uh. Yeah, it's hockey sports memorabilia is um I really think it looks really cool and people collect jerseys. It's like super cool, but it's just not it's never really been an int- of interest to me. The only thing we really have were uh Twins bobbleheads, which twins we used bobbleheads, to yeah. we used to camp out in front of the Metrodome to get bobbleheads. Uh and so you know, our Tory Hunter, Shannon Stewart, uh I think Jack Al- Jones, Jock Jones, Al Newman, uh and then Josh Willingham, Paul you, Molitor. Paul Mo- anyway, we we're way off, we're way off topic, and we I should know. probably way, just. We're probably also way over time. <laughs> yeah. Did you ever? Do you ever camp out for a bobblehead, Sean, when you were a kid? Outside, no. Family? But they, I got, I have a Dustin Bedroya one over here. Um, That's what we should. We should I randomly got out of game. Luke, we should get a shelf up. Get in a here. shelf and put our bobble, put our, our MLB up. bobbleheads so yeah. that it looks like I have proper a Johnny Goudreau like stuffed animal. Over here. <laughs> 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 like. And, and but it's a Flames jersey. Like I got it at the Hockey Hall of Fame, and uh, I was like, "Wait, does it, I, I mean, maybe they'll change the jerseys out. I don't know. Does it look like Goudreau? <laughs> I mean, it's a teddy bear, no. isn't it? Oh, it's a teddy no. bear. Did you say? No, it's like a human thing, but it's like you know, like a stuffed thing. Here, get that on the screen up know. here. <laughs> get up! Get up and show that to me. I no, I'm kidding. Oh, we we God. should end this. No, 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 no. no not, don't do it do after. That. We'll do it after. T- leave. Make us uh, stop, Sean, or we would talk forever. Okay. Well, we we're talking for a while. Um, hopefully, we'll have something to talk about next week when we're back because it's gonna be All Star Week. So there's really not many games happening. I know I'm not gonna watch the All Star game either, probably. So um, I'm gonna take the chance to watch some AHL hockey this weekend and some college hockey, maybe some high school hockey. Um, but yeah, we'll be back next week to ramble on a little bit more. And uh, and please send us all your reviews of Luke's uh, awards. Yes, they're a little rough. They're a little hey, Sean, Sean's, this is Sean's favorite episode. All right, when we talk. You're awards. off the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> 
Anyway, you don't get thank, to insult yeah. insult that. Anyway, yeah. Uh, thanks, Sean. We'll we'll uh, see you next week. Yeah, thanks, Sean. <laughs>